Howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 281. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris. And with me are my good friends and co-hosts, Jeff the Riz Risden and Tony the Anchor Ortiz. How you guys doing? <laughs> I've had many nicknames. The Anchor, is that's the first. I like that. <laughs> it's a good one for you. <laughs> yeah, I felt good. It just, came, it just came in the moment. You know how those nice. things happen. Uh, got a lot of lot, got a lot going on. Great to have Tony here. Love having him on the show. Today's show, we're going to do a preview of the Bears and the Lions game coming up. Been a little bit of football so far, um, but these guys are going to help us really, really bring this home and, and, and know what to look for in this game. we got a great show lined up. Riz, are you ready to go, my man? Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, a couple of quick announcements first. Check us out and help us out on the Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from... Goulart! That's right. Of course, the very first donor, Mathis. Mathis and Brian B. from I Prevail. Brian Burkheiser, greatest band this side of your favorite band that isn't I Prevail. Uh, check them out. Hang out with us and all the guys at patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Everybody, as little as a dollar that you donate along that main way, you get access to the Slack chat, which is literally the most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. I've been in the chat at um, both of those radio stations, Tony. I've been at your chat there at Lions Wire. Jeff, I've been on Reddit, Facebook. There's not yeah. a whole lot of intelligent Lions chat out there, and I am telling you, this is, <laughs> this is the best you're going to find. Um, we should get Tony in there. We should actually get him in there. Is, we should. It would be uh, he'd, he'd have a lot of fun. Good people, good talk, good uh, good info going on there. Get access, join, and help provide help to the show. Help support the show. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get in there. Little as a dollar a month. Who'd miss that? Give us a like on Facegram, Face Facegram, Facebook, Facegram, the, the book face. <laughs> you know the book face. You guys just switch places in the video. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? I just noticed that. I don't. I don't know how that happened. You we, just did that. All right. If you're watching, it's pretty easy to tell me and Tony apart. Yeah. Right. Uh, Correct. Jeff has hair. I don't. That's the big difference right there. Yes. That's it. Yes. This, vouch for me, Riz. This never happens. This never happens. And we got a lot of technical snafus going on today. It's, Listen, good time. I'm a jinx. It's all it is to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a jinx. This is my fault. I take full responsibility. No, no, no. We would never do that. We are that still very you. happy you're here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Uh, all right. The book face, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Instagram. Uh, it's just Detroit Lions podcast and on the Twitter machine at DET Lions podcast. Follow us at DET Lions podcast just so you can see the Riz with no pants. That's right. Tony, wow. too. Visual aid this time. <laughs> Tony, too, but he's just Thank not going to admit to it. All right. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, youtube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Um, it's, it's, you get all the access. You get to hear when we go live, and we're going to be doing that, as you can tell, a whole lot more. Uh, so check that out and get subscribed. Help us out there. Uh, also, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever, Pandora, all those places. Give us those five stars. We appreciate those. If you think that you could give us anything less than five stars, which I don't I don't even know who you would be, but if you're one of those people, head on over to the subreddit, uh, DetroitLions.reddit.com, and uh, let us know because it's a community show. We listen to you guys to make this what everybody wants, and that's what we're working for. So give us your, your help there so then you can then give us a five-star review. 
You can call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast. Or call us on the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. Leave a message you get a chance to hear yourself on the show. Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review This Week in Reddit. Right, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. And the big talk, of course, is the start of the season. If you hadn't noticed and you listened to the podcast, I don't know what planet you're on or why you're listening, but this is it. This is where it all begins, and we're kicking it off. Riz, how does it feel, man? This is where the the the, the mud hits the road, the wheels hit the road, right? You know, it's <laughs> it's just great to have actual football to talk about for, for Tony and I, who make this as our living, having actual games to hover and react to is uh it's been way too long (laughs) i agree and look i thought march april when everything was going on that there wouldn't be an nfl season or at least it would be delayed i am so happy that they were able to kick it off last night in kansas city and i'm happy that we're going to get it see it on sunday at ford field no fans in the stands but they're going to be on television they're going to be on radio that's all that matters Football is back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have been this preseason. I've been lamenting not having even we every other year. We're like, yeah, it's just preseason ball. We're still excited. By week three is over. Week four, we're like, just forget it. Let's get to the season. Everyone's like, we, we just kind of throw it away. And it's like now you realize how much much you miss it. How much the ramp up means. We've talked about like uh, hard knocks. People just start talking about it like they usually are. There's not the. The football season now seems shorter, and that's not fair to you and me and probably even the players who probably have a higher risk of injury as a result. Let me ask you, Tony. Uh, we watched, the, we all watched the game last night, the Chiefs and Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw it was a real light crowd there. They had, they had a crowd, which I, I liked actually that little bit of interaction and interactivity the crowd had for the, for the most part, at least during the game. Um, <laughs> I think it was, it was interesting, and it was, it, was, it was definitely different than normal football. Are the fact we have football is good. Are we going to enjoy this as much in COVID? Yeah, we're going to enjoy it, but you got to understand, and Jeff will back me up on this, the first couple of weeks, the tackling is going to be spotty. There's going to be some missed tackles, and we saw a lot of that yesterday. Uh, the offensive line play is going to be spotty as well, and we'll talk about that when we get into the injuries with the Lions, how that could be a factor. And some of the timing offensively, unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs, is going to be off. But – It's football. It's NFL football, and it's going to get better. By the time we get to this point in November, the play will be up to normal NFL standards, and that's when the fun will really begin because at that point we'll be talking about the playoffs, maybe for the Lions, maybe they're in the playoff mix, but we'll be talking about better football and teams starting to make that ramp up for the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys tried watching any of the college games that have been available? And I say tried purposely. (laughs) I watched maybe – 10 plays of the Miami UAB game last night. And it's just weird. You know, I'm a Mac guy. I grew up in the Mm -hmm. big 10 country. It's just, it's not right. Not having it. Uh, uh, I I write my weekly previews at real GM. I did not include any college games this week. I just can't, I am so far behind mentally where I need to be to watch college football and the draft. I'm just, it's, it's just not there for me. It's, so, I, no, I'm not, and I, I don't plan on watching much either until after the season's over. I tried watching a little bit of Memphis and Arkansas State. I think that was the game last week, uh, which turned out really bad afterwards for Memphis. Long story. But um, I couldn't get into it. I like college football a lot, and I'm with Jeff. I'm a Mac guy. If there's a Mac game on, I will watch a Mac team play. I watched a Big Ten play, but it was just weird to see it, and I just 
it just didn't feel like real football when they were playing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Big Ten guy through and through. Uh, I'm thinking I'm just because of my my son. I'm going to have to also start to become a SEC guy. But I, I'm <laughs> I'm watching the games. And they, I mean, <laughs> they're just not as meaningful. The the, the the fun. The you know, for me, college ball is always about the emotion. It's such yep. an emotional yeah. game and how it turns on on that that sort of real feel of the play and the the the, the big play by by a clutch player at the time. It's just so fun and exciting to watch that. And you really do feel the ebb and flow of the game. And not having that, again, it's. It, I think it couples with the you no know, preseason and everything else. It makes this this almost feel a little sterile. And I think you're right, though. Once we start seeing the guys out there, when we start seeing the pros out there, we're going to get a real sense of football, and it's going to be a whole whole different ball of wax. But All right, let's, uh, let's get into the Lions and the Bears. This is going to be a good one. I really quick need to hit on, for you folks that are out there that are willing and able and want to get the effects of CBD and feel it, check out cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. They've got a great sale going right now. It's a great way to, if you're having problems with your sleep, uh, it it's definitely gets you the, that level four sleep and uh, longer and more regenerative than, than what you're doing without it, for sure, because it definitely, I've, I've noticed a significant difference in that place space. Also, um, if you have a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of uh, pain, the, the creams are great. If you if after you work out, you start to feel some of the, the, the relief on those muscles pretty quickly, and you can regenerate a lot faster. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. They give us a little kickback whenever you go there. But, uh, again, like everything, we tried it, we use it, and it's something we believe in. Otherwise, we wouldn't talk about it on the show. CBD.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. All right. From there, we're going to go into the Lions-Bears preview. I want to really quick, if you guys don't mind, I, I, I did my little book report here, and I got a little series history of the team did some homework. <laughs> All right. it was better than doing my job today i'll tell you that so <laughs> relate to that that's a whole nother show things yeah. we do instead of doing our jobs yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go through a couple of facts I got a little trivia pieces here some some data and so on you guys you can jump in wherever um they first met in 1930 that's when the series started it was obviously the portsmouth lions they didn't come to detroit until 1934 and but they've been division rivals since 1933 oddly this is the longest running annual nfl series of all of them and people would think well what about the bears and the packers right the strike in 1982 ended that yearly that yearly run so this is actually the 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 longest any two teams have met consecutively (laughs) we learned something today i know book report here i'm not i'm not sitting on my laurels uh the overall uh, The overall standings, Bears lead 101 to 74, but the Super Bowl era reflects better towards the Lions at 54, 52, and 1, uh, just down two games from even. The homestand record is 46, 42, and 1. Uh, we've had two ties, uh, or sorry, two overtime wins and two overtime losses along the way. Um, the Bears and Lions have only met once in the playoffs. And this is really, really interesting. 1932. Say that's going that's going back to the Bill Hewitt era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the Portsmouth Lions Spartans at the time were six one and four. Ties were a big thing. It seems like back wow. then, and the Bears were six one and six. And it was whoever's <laughs> win percentage and ties didn't count to your win percentage at all. Then, whoever's win percentage was the highest was determined who the who the the champion was. There was no playoff or anything else. So this is the first time they had a playoff. And um, they had it in Chicago, and the weather was so absolutely horrible that they played it indoors in a smaller space with crooked rules, because that's how something like this would happen. And the Lions got gypped nine to zero. So there you go. 
shocking. The Lions get gypped. That never happened. No. Imagine never. that. Start, I know. Starting in 1932. This is what goes back. Yeah. Um, Chuck Hughes died in the Lions Bears game in That's 1971. Right. Only player in the NFL to die in the field. That's uh, a, a sad but uh, interesting fact. That's yeah. Let's hope it stays that way. Here, yeah. Here's another. There's not a lot of great facts. I'm just telling you, right? We know Lions history. <laughs> this one, I think we can all kind of put our hand over our heart on. In December 24th of 2000, the Lions needed a single win in 2000 to clinch a playoff spot. I see Tony suffering. All um, Edinger. Lions, Lions trailed with two minutes to go. Uh, they tied with two minutes to go. Chicago, Paul Edinger hit a 54-yarder, won the game. Now, Tony... I want you. Yeah, yeah. You're probably the guy that's going to know here. I may Riz may probably know too, but do you know what the net effect of that game was of missing the playoffs? There, that was the start of the Matt Millen era because they brought in Matt Millen and everything went. Yep, to where it is. Haywire. I'll be nice and say haywire. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Haywire, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, franchise altering moment is I think the phrase that's probably best used there. So that's um. That, that was that's a tough one. I know a lot of people don't, you know, they're frustrated with him. I, I see Millen these days and hear him talk about it. And, and you know, number one, you feel bad for anybody who gets sick, right? That's just right off the top. Right. And, and I can absolutely feel for him and his family. So glad to see how he's been able to recover. But hearing him even talk about the mistakes of the time and, and was he ready for the job and that, I, I, I can't blame so much just on Millen. I think there was a whole group of people who made bad choices all at the same time that really put us there. So You know what makes the Matt Millen era even more frustrating? John Lynch in San Francisco. He mm-hmm. did the exact same thing. Went from the broadcast booth to a GM job. The 49ers were in the Super Bowl last year. That makes yeah. the Millen era even more frustrating. That somebody could actually pull that off and do it the correct way and he could. Leave it to Tony to take my down, my my get you down topics and make them even worse. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, no, that that's life as a Lions fan. We've yeah. all lived it yeah, for a long for time. Sure. And the last fact I have, and we'll get into the to the pregame. Uh, September twelfth, two thousand ten, Lion Bears um, game. <laughs> Tony knows these like he's off the top of his head. This I, I was on the I was on the field for that one. I oh, know where you're going. Go yeah. ahead. A certain rule made itself known to the NFL for the first time, and it took on the name of our. One of our favorite receivers of all time, yep. the Calvin Johnson rule. Wow. You were on the field for that? Yeah, I was doing the sidelines for that. And here's the funny thing. Oh. I had the notebook, and I had questions that I was going to ask. And as soon as he caught the touchdown, I scratched out all the questions that I had. And the first question was, you know, Calvin, explain what happened on the touchdown. Because I knew I was going in there. He was going to be the guy. I was going to talk to him. I was going to talk to Matthew Stafford for the post game, And then that all went mm-hmm. to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can swear, Tony. It's okay. We don't have the it's SEC okay. here. <laughs> I work very blue. Oh, <laughs> he's got no pants on, Tony. What do you expect? Right? <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, let's let's start this off, Tony. I know uh, just hot off the presses as we as we record this, the injury report. You want to bring that for us? What are we looking at? There's some oh, some tough news coming, well, isn't there? Yeah, a couple of names, and the biggest one is, and I'm going to hopefully say this correctly: Alapulati Vantai will not play for the Lions on Sunday. He's out with a foot injury, so you're going to have probably Tyrell Crosby in there at right tackle, Jeff. And the other injury, Kenny Galladay with his hamstring, at this point he's listed as doubtful. So likely Marvin Hall, Quintez Cephas will step in into that role, but those are two big losses for the Lions going into the game against the Bears. That's huge. Uh, Vitae was your big investment in the offseason. Come in, replace Rick Wagner, who was a disappointment as a free agent um, over time and progressively got worse. You're hoping that, you know, Vitae would come in and 
he has a winning pedigree. He's a great run blocker. That's what he's advertised as. You want to run the ball more. And now you're going back to Tyrell Crosby. Run game, not exactly his forte. Uh, it's uh, it's a big blow. You and, know, that, that Aside from the fact that he got hurt, you know, fairly recently, it, it's demoralizing that you have your, your, your t- shiny new toy and you can't use it. Well, and who are we uh, looking at on the other side of the line over there, too? Well, that's the big question. I mean, is it going to be Khalil Mack? There's still some doubt whether he's going to play. Um, and look, yeah. we know, Jeff, the, the Bears front seven is good They're at good. putting pressure on the quarterback. They will make Matthew Stafford uncomfortable. And now you're talking about the entire right side of the Lions line being brand new for this game. That is something that, to me, is a key to the game. Jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and you, you've got it right there. They're starting a rookie right guard. You're going to have Tyrell Cross being at right tackle. They their tight end room is light. Uh, TJ Hawkins, not exactly an inline guy. So if you're going to ask for help, it's going to be Jesse James. Correct. You want him mirroring Khalil Mack on whichever side he's on. So if Khalil Mack goes to the other side, put James over there. And now you're exposing two guys that haven't played together at all. Uh, it's, it's, it's suboptimal. It would be the word that I would use there. Ooh, suboptimal. I like that. I like that. I like it, but I don't. Yeah, no, that's ugly. Yeah, Kenny, yeah. Kenny being hurt is, is obviously an impact. Now, um, we've had a little bit of chatter in the slack. And if, if Kenny's going to miss a game, this is probably the one that we, we want him to miss because this is probably, a, uh, as long as we can keep Matthew standing up, this is probably a defense we can exploit in the passing game. I, I don't know about that. I, Chicago's defense gets slept on. That's a good unit. They make, did they make some changes? Yes, they did. But uh, Eddie Jackson is one of the best safeties in the league, and he's going to be a problem. If, if you can't look him off, if, if you can't you know, keep him from, from roaming around, he's going to make some plays. They have linebackers who can drop in coverage. You can carry Hawkins into that second or third level. They are not a pushover. And I think Lions fans in general take the Bears too lightly because their quarterback sucks. But the rest of their team is pretty – well, actually their entire offensive skill positions outside of Allen Robinson is not impressive. But they they have a very good defense. They've proven that time and again. They have the ability to stop the Lions even at full speed. So not having Kenny Galladay – I think it really hurts in the red zone. Uh, that's where Stafford was comfortable throwing the ball up. Hey, go get it. Uh, they do not have big corners. So that, that that's something where Galladay could exploit it. Now it's gone. Now you're looking at, you know, Quintez Cephas, a fifth-round rookie. He looked, by all accounts, pretty pretty darn good in, yeah. in Allen Park. But he, he hasn't played it yet at the NFL speed on the NFL field with the NFL physicality. It's uh, It's a step up. Let's hope he's up for it. And see, this is where we missed the preseason, Chris, because you could get a chance to see what a Quintess Cephas could do against NFL competition. You could see what a Marvin Hall could do against right. NFL competition. You could get an idea of maybe how good Logan, uh, I always give his name, Jonah Jackson would be at right guard. And we're not seeing that because of the preseason. So you're throwing them right into the regular season mix. And that's an issue because you know the Bears are looking at all of this and you know they will try to take advantage of it. And to follow up on something else Jeff said, Mitch Trubisky sucks against 30 or 29 other NFL teams. There are two teams he doesn't suck against, the Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's no. very, very weird. But he's, he's won his last three games against the Lions. That's, yep. And had a QB rating over 120 in all of them. Yeah, and that's actually the, the most recent history. They are up on us four, four in a row. Now, Tony, I heard you tried out for the Bears. How did you not beat out Trubisky? Um, you know, my arm was shot after the first couple of practices. I couldn't get the rotator cuff going back and 
you know, and Nick Foles was just better than me at that I, point, so I, I figured Nick would take the job. See, that's not even believable. You should have just said you're not as mobile. You really should have gone with that. I could have bought that. I can't buy the arm. The arm is not the <laughs> – you can throw to the left. All right, let's talk about <laughs> – let's talk about some of the matchups. Uh, Riz, what are you thinking out? What are the biggest matchups now? Galladay out. You got the right size, a little exposed. Who are we looking at here to see how uh, this game may fall? You know, I, I do think that the, there's still going to be an emphasis on the run game, and we're going to get we're going to get Adrian Peterson, and I think that's a variable that the Bears weren't factoring in. He's he's Adrian Peterson. Uh, last year he was very hit and miss. He did not play well against the Lions last year. Ten carries, twenty seven yards, and he blew a pass blocking assignment that got his quarterback almost killed. Uh, but the week after that, he ran for ninety nine yards on thirteen carries. If we get that guy, that changes the the dynamic of the game because that's going to set up pass. That's going to bring Jackson up into the box. That's going to keep their linebackers on it. That's going to set up play action for Stafford. Few do play action faking better than Matthew Stafford and to react off of it. it, it, That's going to open up TJ Hawkinson. And so Peterson being in, Kerryon Johnson being healthy, I think is a a dynamic one-two punch that Chicago has not seen since the days of of Joyce Bell and Reggie Bush together. Uh, If you add DeAndre Swift in there, and I – He's healthy, apparently. Yep. Uh, I still don't expect to see a lot of him this first week. Uh, he might wind up getting more receptions and carries, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but but I think the, the Peterson, I think Peterson's going to play a lot, and I think he's going to have a big role in how this game goes. How much does he have left? We're, we're going to find out. All right. I'm curious to see what on Johnson does in this game. Now he's got some competition. He's got DeAndre Swift. He's got Adrian Peterson. It's put up or shut up time basically for on Johnson at this point. He's got to stay healthy enough to be on the field the entire season, and he's got to be able to make some yardage when he gets yeah. the ball. That's he did not he did not play well last year. He's got no. to step up. Yeah. No. Big time. I think both those guys are important because I think one of the things we're going to find, and I think we saw it a little bit last night, is defensive lines without a preseason, without the kind of conditioning that comes from gameplay, they get a little winded. They get a little sure. tired. And I, I would love to see a very, very tired Mac if he's on the field. But uh, they, across the line, I would love to see that Chicago line get tired because that, I think, is one of the keys to helping this, these, this Lion team come out with a victory out of here. See, Chris, I'll go opposite of that. I don't want to see the Lions line get tired. I don't think they have enough depth along the, the defensive line that if you start rotating guys in and out, I just don't see them yet being that effective. To me, that's the concern. If the Bears start running the ball and it tires out the Lions' front line, that opens up the offense for Trubisky. That opens up the offense for the Bears. That could be an issue going down, and that's the one matchup I'm going to watch the Lions defensive line against the Bears offensive line. Yeah, and I think that's true for every team, right? I think there's going to be if you're if you're looking at the numbers in Vegas right now, you're looking at the overs across the board because there's going to be a lot of people out there on defense that are tired and that's just going to make it a lot easier to push those numbers higher. Um but you're right, absolutely the same thing that could befall the the Bears line could befall the Lions line and be be you know the problem for them yeah. as well. Yeah, keep in mind too that uh, you know the Bears. David Montgomery is their top running back. He's banged up, so their their ability to to run the the read option might be taken down a little bit. You got to contain Tariq Cohen. He's tough uh, for a little guy. He's very difficult to tackle and bind in space. He's given the Lions problems in the past. They, uh, I, I'm hopeful that we'll see a lot of Trey Flowers playing very well. Um, I, I think Danny Shelton is going to be a revelation for a lot of Lions fans that haven't seen him play much. Uh, he's he's really good. He is close to the Damon Harrison that we saw at the end of 2018. If he does that, he will control the middle of the field. That's going to make the linebackers behind him, Davis and Tavai specifically, that much better. Uh, I hope that that will help contain Mitchell Trubisky because 
he, whatever he's been able to do, he can he he suckers the Lions so badly that he's going to run, and then he hits the pop pass, and, yep. and that's if they can take that away by by controlling the the run part of that component, the, the Lions defense is going to look a lot better on Sunday. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, the scouting report is make the quarterback move his feet, get him out the pocket, make him feel uncomfortable. It's the opposite with Mitch Trubisky. Keep him in the pocket yes. where he's less effective. Don't let him get outside because if he gets outside, that's where he makes plays. And the Lions have allowed him to make plays in, in recent games where he's played, and that's why he's 3-0 and in his last three starts against the Lions. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to move this along. Riz has a, is a hard stop for us, and we got a little bit of a late start here. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go really quick each of you one key to the game i think we covered them mostly but if you want to reiterate really quick tony i'll I'll let you hit it first just so riz has to pick something different well my key is (laughs) my key is going to be mitch trubisky against the lions defense can they keep him contained can they be patient enough can they read their right keys can they keep him in the pocket because if you do that he's less effective so to me that's what they need to do they haven't done it in the past to me that's the whole key to the game that i'll be watching as well. cover and contain yep all right riz where you at I want to see the offense play to win and not settle for the 54-yard Matt Prater field goal attempt. I got so sick of watching them get drive the ball very effectively to about the opponent's 30, and then they stop. They got to they gotta get into the red zone where Stafford has been historically very good. I'm tired of playing for the field goal. Go for touchdowns. If it's fourth and one from the opposing 37, go for it. Don't punt. Thank Come on, yep. we need we need a lot more of that. If 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 that hasn't changed, that's a bad sign for Matt Patricia and his progress as a coach. Uh, he needs you. to he, he needs to understand that that is that's one of the reasons why they lost. That's why they lost to Kansas City last year. That's why they lost to Dallas last year. They yep. stopped trying to win. I want to see them win. Yep, and I'll tell you what, that is one of the most valuable things you did in the offseason, Riz, was that rewatch of the last season on all votes write-ups because, boy, the things that you came away with that, you know, everybody in the moment, you, you're seeing the game differently than when you watch it six months later, and there was so much that you picked up out of there. That was just absolutely yeah, and, great. and Tony will tell you this. When we watch it in the season, it's very clinical for us. It's not necessarily picking up on the nuances of the game. So being able to go back later and, and watch it differently, it, it, it really does give you a different perspective on it because we just don't have time to process it in, in the right real time. We take the emotion out of it when we get back and watch it again. That exactly. way you're not rushed. You can take your time. You can watch it. I want to pick up on something Jeff said, though, real fast, Chris. Yeah. He talked about Matt Patricia's maturity as a head coach. That's going to be critical for this team this year. I think this is the first time in three years that this is a true Matt Patricia team. That outside yeah, of Matthew yeah. Stafford, there's really nobody who is left over from the Jim Caldwell slash Jim Schwartz era. This is truly his team. And some of the things he did in the offseason, listening to the players when they were talking about social injustice, you know, the way they made the headquarters in Allen Park COVID-free, some of the things he actually did for the players, that has won some people over in that locker room towards Matt Patricia. I think his maturity as a head coach is on display this year. If this team completely buys in, I think the Lions could be a little bit better than people believe they are. But his maturity is definitely a key to the season. Awesome, I, I and I don't disagree at all. We we that is a huge huge point and the growth and this is this is you know when you hire a rookie coach and you hire a rookie GM they have to learn too and I and I right. and I kind of 
put it side by side with like a cornerback. Your first year, your cornerback, Jeff Okuda this year is not going to be a pro bowler all-star. I, he's going to be a, a, a good cornerback, but even Darius Slay got benched in his first year, yep. right? It takes time and you've got to be willing to grow those folks into those positions. I still believe that Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia uh, can be absolute superstars of this job, but we hired them as rookies. We, we, we have to know we're training them and growing them up along the way and we have to deal with that as fans. And, yeah, and there's so a on. definite curve there. Can yep. we go to Okuda for a second? Because I think people yeah. are still freaking out that he might not start yeah yeah go ahead i I wouldn't worry about it uh if he gets on the field part of the reason why he's not starting is because Amani money has looked really really good it's a good problem to have you're not like you just said chris he's not expected to be a pro bowler as a rookie if you are you're delusional sorry um (laughs) step away from the kool-aid a little bit he's gonna be fine Uh, the fact that they don't have to throw him to the wolves or the bears or whatever animal you might want there uh is a good positive thing yeah absolutely although he could probably build some real confidence against uh Mitch Trubisky. All right, really quick, let's get to the uh, the Vegas line. Riz, I know you had an article about this. Has the, the line nudged since you wrote that? It has. It has actually gone closer to even with the news that Vitae is out oh. and Galladay. It is now down to the Lions being a .5 favorite um, at, at the book that I'm looking at right now. Uh, they were as high as 2.5. Uh, at, in fact, I'm looking at the history now, they were up to 3.5 briefly on Monday. Uh, so the money has swung the other way, which means that a lot of people are seeing the injuries on the impact uh, the and just feeling better about the Bears or worse about the Lions. I, who knows on that? Not but Mike Rothstein. If you're it, so they're basically telling you that it's a pick em game. Uh, there yeah. is no real home field advantage other than the fact that it's indoors and the Bears are an outdoor team. That if, if you feel good about the, the Lions on that front, that's that would be the only reason why you would lean it uh, because there won't be fans there. Uh, they're not pumping in noise, as far as I know. Um, and as as awesome as the the cardboard cutouts are, they they don't make noise. No, only when no. you set them up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other thing too. As long as you're mentioning that, Fox is going to actually use the CGI generated crowd for this game and this game only on Sunday. So when you're watching, you will actually see them putting in those digital fans in the stands. I guess it's a test to see if NFL fans will buy it, but it's. I didn't like it for baseball. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm not going to like it for the NFL. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was hoping they'd do something like what the NBA has done where they have the, the fans. Um, and my son got to do it for a Rockets game. He, he sat in our living room and watched it and was like a minute and a half ahead of the stream. So he knew what was going on. And yeah, he was rea- he was reacting to the, the things, yelling, screaming, cheering. Oh, that's cool. Like the players were acknowledging it. I was hoping they would do something like that for the NFL, but apparently they're not there yet. <laughs> there's there's a lot of places they're not there yet, but we'll, we'll keep going. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's, that's a nice way to surmise it. <laughs> All right. Um, really quick, um, your final outcome prediction, uh, Tony, where do you think we're going to wind up here? I think the Lions are going to win. I think it's going to be 24-21 Lions. I still think the Bears will have enough offense to, to make it close, but ultimately the Lions win the opener. Where is where you at? I, I'm much the same. I, I think that the firepower, even without Galladay, there's still too much. I don't trust Chicago's offensive weapons outside of Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. who's made bad quarterbacks look good for a long time. Yeah. I feel bad for that dude. Their tight end situation, they think Jimmy Graham is a, an upgrade. They need to watch Green Bay last year because that guy's washed. Yeah. I don't see them scoring a lot, even against a passive Lions defense. So I think it's going to be low scoring. I would, I would actually lean towards the under. Uh, and I, I do like the Lions to win. I, I think I picked 23 to 20 
Uh, and the the over under right now is a forty eight point five. So right. Well, they've got thirty two tight ends to choose from, so they they can definitely work that out. <laughs> um, I, for me, this is a must win game for Matt Patricia. We we know the the, the seriousness of where yeah. his coaching is. You've got the uh, last place team expected in the NFC North that you're playing on opening day. You've got to beat them. You've got to set the tone for the season as a coach, as a GM, as a as a group of players. This is a must must win game, and I think they do but i think it's there's a lot of pressure to, to get that and i think it's going to be important that they get there all right let's hope so tony we got to get you on for a longer show next time love yes, having please. you man love love everything you bring man you're the greatest guys anytime you need me you know where to find me all right uh, remember folks this show needs your involvement use the comments of summer to give us your feedback and don't forget about us on patreon patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast get your slack access get hanging out it's the best game game time chat game thread the whole thing patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast donate as little as a dollar a month you get all hooked up there check us out on facebook facebook.com slash the detroit lions podcast we'll go to um, let's kick uh, this off and we'll do that again and of course <laughs> on instagram detroit lions podcast and follow us on twitter at detroit lions podcast all one word detroit lions podcast and uh, you'll, you'll see tony however you see tony however he decides to show up that day that's the way That's it is. True. <laughs> All right. Um, give us a call on the Lions line. 929-335-4667. 929-33-LIONS. And make sure to tune into DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Subscribe so we show up in your ears automatically. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems. Because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit Connection. I mean, who needs the hot tubs anymore or the toasters? They <laughs> They just don't go together like they used to. (laughs) No.